Welcome to the School of Calisthenics podcast with your hosts, Tim and Jacko. Yes, we are back with part two of the More Than Muscle Ups podcast series, and we are super excited to have some more legends from our community coming on to share with us a little bit more about what calisthenics means to them. It's not just about whether you can do a cool thing for Instagram. There's a lot more under the skin of calisthenics. Yeah, there's uh, there's be there's some amazing stories um, here. So get ready to be uh, inspired, encouraged, and motivated to uh, yeah take your training to to another level, and also look for the diff- look for those in those nooks and crannies of your training of um, how you can impact those other people around you, friends, family, and then also other areas of your life using that like the, these people on the the podcast have done using calisthenics and the training to be a vehicle and a tool to uh, ultimately change their their lives and, and those around them so it's it's one really that we've been excited to put together and share um particularly after so many of you got in touch after we uh, after we sort of shared our own stories and then reached out asking for you guys to do the same so thank you so before we get started, we just want to say thank you to another two legends, Brian and James from Red Light Rising, who are sponsoring the podcast. And if you want a little bit of red light therapy in your life, you can go over to the website, find out a load more information about that and other strategies that you can use to improve your health, wellness and performance. And we also did a podcast with the guys. So if you want to really get a deep dive and understand more about the benefits of red light therapy, jump on that after you finish this one, of course, and give it a little listen. I believe that was podcast uh, 122, Timothy. Um, yeah, no. If you're if the the, the benefits, you know, they've talked about the benefits of uh, red light therapy on there, and obviously, if you want to jump on board with that, um, they would love you too. And they've given a five percent discount code for School of Calisthenics podcast listeners with the code SOC five. That's SOC five to get five percent off your red light therapy products uh, with Red Light Rising. Uh, the details are in the show notes uh, for the links for all of that. So if you are interested, then you can head over and find out more and obviously make any purchases that you want to. Right, Jacko, hit me with some more than muscle ups. Roll that jingle. So, Joe, welcome to uh, this series on more than muscle ups. Um, we're excited to have you on the podcast, and it was interesting you just said then that um, just before we went on air that it's weird you normally listen to the podcast, but now yeah. you're actually going to be on it. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah welcome. It's very weird. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Um, just firstly, then, like, what first question is? What got you into to calisthenics in the first place? What's like your training background like, and and what actually got you wanting to even do get involved in it? So. Um probably videos on youtube really like frank madrano and people like that seeing them do cool stuff with their own body weight rather than shifting a weight and moving themselves and doing some cool tricks and stuff that was probably uh, the main motivator yeah. but yes yeah, probably uh just over two years ago probably i started kind of doing that kind of stuff but i had quite a physical job so it was more just a way of using just movement I had and strength I had at work for something other than work and just getting enjoyment out of being physically able really tell us a little bit mate then so this series is around like more than muscle ups and we want to kind of just go into a little bit of the stories 
that people have got that are behind sort of yes there's there's some cool stuff that we can do in calisthenics in terms of learning like to, to move like you said with stuff that both jack and i were inspired by frank madrano back in the the early days of us getting started in calisthenics but then our journey has been the discovery of that there's so much more to it like i know you've got a story like in terms of what it means to you and and your own experience of that like just feel free to just sort of tell us a little bit about that and just share some of your experiences um I probably came across you guys pretty much at about the right time, really, for me. Um, I was in a bit of a difficult place in my life. Um, my relationship with uh, the do- uh, the mother to my uh, child was falling apart pretty much, um, and I obviously wasn't dealing with it particularly well at the time, but um, just trying to get on through. But um, So, yeah, I kind of used seeing your guys videos and other people's videos online as some kind of outlet for just being able to do something and not necessarily have to think about it so so you could just do like oh let's hang around and do some pull-ups or someone tell me what to do so i i'm moving but without having to be my own um boss in that sense um and then um not long after that, um, well, I, yeah, I had a shoulder injury that was kind of work-related. Um, but then uh, not long, well, kind of at the same time as that, really, um, my dad uh, attempted suicide and um, I was part of the search team to try and find him, um, which was obviously quite distressing. Um, so I ended up having a, a large period of time off work uh, to do with various issues and family um logistics and stuff was obviously with being a, a a freshly single dad at that point and having that going off in the family was quite a lot to deal with at one time um but coming to the classes kind of gave me an excuse to get out of the house um i really struggled with you know just really just basic level human <laughs> keeping myself together um yeah like uh yeah like making myself a drink or buying food or eating food for myself was low down the list i could only ever think about the other people that i was looking after um also my daughter was number one priority for me throughout the whole the whole difficult time um but yeah you'd get to the end of the night and realize that i've not necessarily eaten all day but she's been fine but yeah um so i found that kind of I knew I needed to do something and the class was there and I knew that although it took me like best part of the day to G myself up to, to get up and eat something so I could come to the class. Um, I came to the class and um, riddled with anxiety and stuff and like kind of not used to getting out of the cave of the house kind of thing yeah. um, to then kind of meet some like really friendly faces and, and we're all like, it's, it was just nice because nobody knows me from anybody. So I could just be how I wanted to be. And that was just yeah. enjoying being in a positive environment, um, surrounded by people with the similar goals kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I, I found that really, really beneficial more, just like something to look forward to the week to break up the monotony of <laughs> anxiety and depression. Um, um, but yeah. And then, yeah, mainly from there, just just really good to just meet new people rather than necessarily um, there to do sets and reps. More, more just 
just the community side of things was just a big draw for me and actually getting some friends from different backgrounds with different life experiences kind of really opened my eyes to how much everybody goes through in life and how we can kind of do what we can with the cards we've been dealt kind of thing really yeah yeah there's it there's um there's always a very interesting diverse group whenever if we do a workshop somewhere uh, down at the classes or people learning online in like the virtual classroom there's people from all like walks of life and also it makes me think that you know i i'd seen you down at the class a number of times and didn't have you know because you didn't you you never had that conversation i had no idea that that was going on in the background and but but it sounds like actually you didn't want if that wasn't the place where you wanted you wanted the the, that as the training as the the distraction the escape from that 100 percent. yeah yeah you never know what someone else is doing but what you do get with in this community is you get all sorts of different people from all walks of life but actually have that common thing of that we're all trying to like learn how to do something and everyone's at different stages and it's just that that encouragement that uh, that we've, we're, we're going to encourage each other to be able to to do something which might in in terms of our training which um is a different experience than like than you like you said than doing just like going to the because you could have just gone to the gym and just done reps and sets of whatever thing you wanted to do but there's something yeah. different about when you're going and being part of a group but then also the fact i think one of the things is the fact that that when all those people are trying to then learn something as well, rather than um, just do a workout, there's a different conversation and a diff- and different relationships that are built up. I think with that, yeah, definitely. I, I think because um, obviously it was calisthenics being more than just the sets and reps. You kind of get that idea of because there's the skill element and stuff like that, and yeah. you might work on a handstand yourself for for years or for months, but you actually find that you just need someone to just give you the tip because they can see what you look like. Yeah. Like say, oh, like, oh, you just, you're not opening up in the shoulders or you're bending your back or something. Try this. You know, that's what you guys kind of did and, or, or do obviously. Um, and yeah, you just get that extra element that you don't really get by trying to just attempt stuff by yourself. Um, and obviously everyone's doing the same thing and a, a large level of, people's reluctancy to sometimes to do handstands and such in a like commercial gym environment is that you feel like you might look like a bit of an idiot flailing around <laughs> on the ground <laughs> yeah but, um but if you're in a class of 10 people doing the same thing it's much more acceptable, yeah, acceptable. Norm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i think that power of the community is really like is really important and and for you joe like moving almost from there from the things that you've learned like what does calisthenics now represent is it the community is obviously one one big part but has there been anything else that you've learned from learning to do some things which probably felt impossible when they first started and how that's changed your mindset and outlook in other areas yeah absolutely it's kind of definitely transferred to everywhere else in my life really because obviously having different friends with different outlooks um from like the the smaller circle um kind of you get to have a bit more of an open conversation about anything and then you get a different perspective from somewhere where you didn't expect it to be necessarily. Um, and then, yeah, you take that on board and then you're like, Oh, well I might learn about that. That sounds interesting. And, um, 
you know, I listened to your podcast about something I never thought I'd probably be that interested. And then you're like, oh, wow, I'm really interested in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then you spend ages looking for other podcasts or videos or anything on just trying to learn stuff. Um, but yeah I, yeah, I just found it quite, um, uh, quite like mind opening, if that makes sense. Because it yeah. sounds like you're just going to do, oh, I just want to learn a muscle up. But it's, it's, you learn a lot about yourself and your own determination and, um, and how your experiences can help somebody else. Like if you've got a tip that helped you get over the same snag point as somebody else, then you might help that person feel good about themselves because they can do that muscle up now or whatever it is. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's just a lot more to it than I can really, really say, which is yeah. quite frustrating. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> cool. I think it's, it's interesting that there's one of those, um, there's a, I've got, I've spoken about it for a while, but an online sort of social movement around, um, 10 ways to live a happy life I think it's called and the acronym they use is great dream and one of them is about about giving back I think and sort of um providing support for the people and I think that's one of the things I love about calisthenics is that it, there is so many people that are willing to give and then to support you in a, in a really positive environment but it's almost like it's not an intentional thing where you go I'm going to go and start to share that with something else yeah. it's just the culture of what it's like and all of a sudden you are the student becomes a teacher and you're sharing your experience with somebody else and I think like you say that the positive feeling around that that i'm actually now helping somebody else overcome something and seeing them be successful like yeah. the, the enjoyment that we get from that is is huge and and that's partly some of this around like this the, the 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 thought behind this series is like just get an opportunity to just experience more of like of, of hearing people share these stories because it's so powerful for everybody just to hear it power of that what you said there is great in terms of the community being a real positive influence because that's something that i think in modern day life everyone's craving and they don't know where to look for it sometimes yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just the fact that I know that I can go to one of your classes and 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 see everybody again, and you know, do the do the whole learning thing. I think it's just really, really beneficial. Yeah, and I love to see you as part of that. When I see you guys now as part of that community, engaging with each other, like on social together, going flipping cold water swimming, juggling yeah. together and stuff. Like it's become more than just doing muscle ups together. There's now, like you said, there's this is friendship and a social group of we're actually going to connect on other things that we have in common and, and we're going to enjoy. Yeah. And you could probably confidently go to a different class um you know not the h you know one of the other classes or workshop or whatever with us and you'd know you you just know confidently that there's going to be i might not know anyone i might not have met anyone there before in person i may have met one of them or a couple of them online maybe or or neither mm. but i'm confident that from the experience i had i know that they're going to be like-minded people we're going to get on and actually it's it's an opportunity to to make some new friends as well as just coming to learn whatever it whatever it is that, that we're doing in the in the class or workshop i think that's always always nice nice it's comforting to know that yeah 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 i mean i think coming to the classes um regularly for me kind of helped me with my own confidence because I might come across as a confident person sometimes, but I don't necessarily feel that way on the inside and just keep coming to the classes and having the fun times and having that association with doing the cool stuff with people who like to do the cool stuff. Yeah. Kind of just means that I can go to a new class and if there's nobody, I don't, there's nobody there. I know then I know I'm all right in myself to be there because we're all doing the same thing. Whilst we know you are probably really enjoying the podcast, there's something else that we think you will also really enjoy. And that is the virtual classroom. If you're a beginner, we have got an eight-week free beginner's program designed to help you start your calisthenics journey where you're going to learn how to move better, get superhuman strong, and have a lot of fun along the way. 
If you're ready to take your training to the next level and learn some of the iconic calisthenics movements like a frog to handstand or a muscle up, then inside the virtual classroom you are going to find all the training programs and educational information that you need. But rather than keeping you from the podcast for any longer than necessary, head over to schoolofcalisthenics.com where you're going to find a bodyweight training resource which is different to anything else available anywhere. Tim, I think they're ready to get back to the podcast. Meet Jenny, who over the last year has learned so much about herself and what her body is capable of and the importance of consistency with her calisthenics training. Consistency is totally underrated and I haven't been consistent because I'm after the immediate reward and I need to stop behaving like a child and seek, you know, the longer pain, you know, the, the, the pain for the longer benefit, I guess, and... and and be more consistent, you know, instead of being quite dispersed. So it's something that I've just, I'm just learning in a, in a sport environment. It's funny because I'm quite disciplined with other things in other area of my life, but the sports stuff is always being like, put your trainers on, go for a race, immediate reward, you know, immediate rush, you've done your bits. Um, so it's a very different way of training. And, and you know what? It's also helping me work or with my children just being more patient and being and looking more at the longer gain and the longer term in fact yeah i feel like yeah i'm growing up in a way as well as a person i want to do pull up that's my goal and i still can't do it and that is because i haven't applied myself consistently to the process there's no other reason than that so i've got the tools i understand as well they you know there's a lot of things i understand you know my body mechanic and some of my weaknesses and um, what I need to do next. So what's different about the School of Calisthenics and how we're able to help you? It's the way you coach, guys. You are tip-top coaches. So you're not, you, you haven't gone into coaching initially in your career. You've done other stuff and you've acquired a certain knowledge and you've acquired certain skill sets. You've been in a working environment and as a result of that, you've gone quite late into coaching into your life, I guess. I mean, although sport's always been a constant in your in your life, but you've, you know, at 19 you didn't say you didn't think, okay, I'm going to become a PT now, right? And so, and also you've got that technical. I mean, you engineer both of you, you clever chaps, right? And this is how I learn. You know, I've got a technical background as well. I used to be a um, um, building surveyor, specialised in wood pathology, like really technical and very specific. So when you guys talk about applying the force in a certain manner and use physical physics, you know, I'll respond to that. If I go and see a coach that's somehow less qualified or that hasn't got the background that you guys have, I don't understand them. They don't speak my language. So everything you say resonates to my level because um, you explain it quite differently than any other coach. So this is the most amount of growing I've done is this year compared to the last 15 years. I had a couple of PTs, but... It's always been about, you know, pumping iron or just running. It's just never been like, like, like you explain it, breaking it down and explaining the, the dynamics and, and having an understanding of the anatomy that you guys have as well. I need that because I can understand that and I can apply it to myself. And now meet virtual classroom member Rob Falzone, all the way over in the United States, who redefined his first impossible of the human flag and what an epic one it was. Uh, but more importantly than the human flag, it's what it's changed in terms of his training, being able to do that at home, and the effect that's had on his family life that's been of the biggest 
importance? So you know, this is this, I guess, is a plug for for you know calisthenics or body weight training. You know, so I did build a home gym, uh, pretty modest, just to take with me as I travel. Um, I'm, I'm a father. I got you know two kids, uh, a wife, dog, and a cat. If you're working eight hours a day and then you want to go to the gym for another eight hour for another hour or two, um, assuming they even have what you want, um, you're really not spending a lot of time with your family. So, so I started doing that, but when you're throwing, um, you know, 300 pounds on a bar to do squats, you don't want your kids walking in, um, and surprising you. It's not great. Well, the calisthenics, they could just be right there with me. So it just kind of happened organically. I'm, you know, I'm on a stability ball. It looks fun to a kid. So my now nine-year-old daughter decided to do a lot of the workouts with me, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So she ended up being this little like, uh, you know, motivator for me and, uh, we'd be cheering each other on. It was, it was a cool way to bond. Um, my five-year-old boy was less interested. He'd just kind of be like interrupting me to to go make him chocolate milk or something. But my, my daughter, you know, and I, there were a couple of times, even during the beginning, um, you know, she did skin the cat, um, and the look on her face when she did it, this, you know, she's missing a lot of teeth, but just the goofy look on her face <laughs> was what I feel when I'm able to do a progression. I'd, I'd love to capture it for you guys. It was, it was cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, really, um, throughout the whole way, I'd say this was, it felt like a family journey. My, my wife supported me. Um, she wasn't like, what are you doing in there? She was, she was like, yeah, go, go do it. Um, uh, the kids were cool. Yeah, overall it was great. So Rob, tell us how did this calisthenics journey for you start? What was it that, that kicked it off? What was it that ignited it? I think it was last summer. I just cracked my toe playing with my kids. I think it turns out when I was sitting in the emergency room, I was reading an article that says, Oh yeah, when you when you stub your toe hard enough, it's like going eighty miles per hour or something like that. I was like, Oh, okay. And that thing was like a right angle. So I was trying to convince myself it was it was a stub, but so I couldn't squat, right? I couldn't and that's like the, the foundation, a lot of the powerlifting stuff, even the, the bench you're using your, your feet too. So, um, like, what am I going to do? Um, and I think I'd heard, you know, somewhere, you know, I did some YouTube or some, um, some article about calisthenics. And I remember, remember like, in, oh man, like I think it five or six years ago, I saw, uh, an article about Jason Statham and he's doing human flag. And I was like, Oh, it's pretty hard to do. Um, I probably can't do that, but maybe I could try and, and see what sort of get from there. Um, so it was just sort of, let me just adapt. Uh, when you get injured, I can just adapt. And, uh, you know, before I found you guys, I had, you know, picked up a couple magazine articles, looked at a couple other YouTubers and, um, yeah, it, it just wasn't going to happen that way. Like it didn't make any sense without criticizing anyone, it just didn't make any sense. Like to do, you know, a pull up and then kind of like windshield wipers, it didn't really seem to translate into that, you know, connection of the hip that, that the flag actually seemed to require. So, and I really liked how you guys are breaking things down in your videos. So I gave the VC a try and I was, you know, really happy I did. What was it like when you first started your journey towards a human flag? Did you actually like, did you get up on a bar and, and what was that, f- that first time when you thought, I'm going to give this a crack? How did, did, that, did it feel impossible? Yeah. How did that actually go down? <laughs> that, that felt pretty impossible. I didn't, I didn't even <laughs> get to the point where I was raising my body up. I just, when I started the push pull, I'm like, Ooh, that hurts, you know? And, and I was 39, uh, pushing 40 and, and I've, I've been injured enough times to know I'm like, Oh boy. 
yeah. So I think I, I did try it a couple times to get my feet off the ground and it, it didn't even happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, it was humbling. I, I'd look for some, I didn't film any of that, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, and, and I, yeah. And I was your sort of like, cause there's a lot of guys that will, um, have come to the calisthenics from a trading background and they'd be like, I should be able to do that. Why can't I do that? Was, was there a sense of sort of frustration around that? Or was it, are you, are you the sort of person who just embraces, okay, and I need to understand why I can't do that and just crack on with it with the trading process. Yeah. I, I took it more in stride. Um, you know, just with the, with the training background, a lot of it is, okay, I could probably improve this. I just gotta, I gotta find the right progression, um, you know, and do it the right way. Cause I, I can train something every day, but if I'm training the wrong way, I'm, I'm just not going to get there. So, so I felt pretty optimistic based on how you guys had, uh, had broken it down. I, I liked how you did, um, how you posted lessons that you gave to other people. So then I felt a lot more like, okay, this is, this is normal. I think you had some big, strong guy who also, you know, really needed a lot of guidance on it. I was like, okay, cool. I can do it. Not that I'm not, I'm not that big or not, not that strong. So like, as you started getting into the, into the training, did it, did how long do you, so do you think it took you from sort of deciding you were going to embark on your human flag and then through to actually um, submitting your graduation for the world to enjoy on Facebook, which was somewhat of a, it, that was 10 a, yeah. second, a long, 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 <laughs> very than impressive human flag. Yeah. Well, there's a confession to make. I did film it the week before and it was a little bit less. Uh, but I did the wrong format. So I was like, ah, damn. So I basically had one extra week to, to you know, yeah. progress along that way. So, so that was like a graduation plus a week, but, um, yeah, I think, you know, I, I took, you know, module one was pretty approachable, pretty reasonable. Um, but at the same time, like doing the stability ball flag was more of a challenge than I thought it would be, but it did feel like I was improving each time. So I said, yeah, I can do this. It's all right. Um, and I, I wouldn't say I sped through that one, but that gave me the confidence to to think that, okay, I got through module one, I can get through module two. When you first started, you weren't quite sure why people were talking about the sort of the journey of it and, and how that fits in. And then that, you know, it was like once you'd, once you'd gone through the challenge of it, it's that idea of, or the concept of it being a journey um, in terms of your training and then how that's made you think about um, what other challenges you can overcome in your life. You know, I think when I started <clears throat> just following the, uh, the progression for, for module one, um, you know, it felt pretty doable, but you know, module two, you start getting the deeper water, um, module three, and it's not at all a given that you can do any of the progressions Like the one arm hang took me, took me quite a bit to do without, you know, being concerned I was tearing something inside. Um, and you know, I think to that it, workouts, you know, strength workouts, things like that tend to be a supplement to life. But I found that it really became something that I looked forward to that I was going to be able to say like, okay, today I'm, today I'm going to do this. And, um, I felt a lot more like I was getting ready for an amateur boxing match, you know, where you're really building up to something, um, as opposed to just, okay, I'm going to go to the gym and, and like throw up some weight or, you know, if you're bodybuilding, just do volume or something. Um, you know, in that journey really, it was more than just, okay, my body can do this now. Um, it was impossible for me. It was absolutely impossible for me to do this. Um, at 30, I would have laughed off the idea. Well, I think I did of ever doing that thinking it was either Photoshopped didn't have Photoshop back then. Um, you know, or, or just, you know, only meant for people that can do this full time. Um, and 
you know, fitness for me has always been a way to like let off steam, but this felt more like a growth. So, you know, as I was doing these things and being able to take my feet off the ground, doing the, uh, the vertical flag, work my way to the tuck flag felt, um, it felt significant to the point where, um, you know, whatever work stress or life stress I had going on, it, it was, it was significant enough to kind of pull me out of it and know that, okay, you know, I, I got this far, you know, let's say it took me a couple of weeks to get, you know, my feet off the ground. Like, okay, you did it. Like that's, that's honest. And that's, and that's real. Whether someone didn't like one of my, you know, uh, reports or something like that. Um, who cares? You know, like that's, that's outside. I can control this and I can really, um, put myself into it, put my all into it. It's like a Bruce Lee kind of idea of like, you know, your, your physical movement is your, is expression of yourself. Um, and that's really what this felt like. So thank you so much again for listening. We don't take it lightly that you uh, give up probably an hour of your time to listen to these podcasts. And we really do appreciate that. We hope you got a lot of value out of it, guys. And we would, if you did, we would love you to do a couple of things for us. One of them is tell other people and share it if you thought that we were adding some value. And also, if you want to, pop over to iTunes or wherever you're listening to this and give us a five-star review. We like five stars. Four stars, not as good keep it five are the best five of your best stars please <laughs> and if you would like to find out more about the school of calisthenics and see the best of everything that we have got head over to our virtual classroom you can access it from the website at schoolofcalisthenics.com and that is where we have got literally possibly the best calisthenics resource available anywhere in the world it's definitely the best one we've done and on that note until next week class dismissed <laughs>